It is May 24th, and it is time for another Mojo Weekly. I am John. Hi, hi, hello, and hello. Hi, I'm Joshua. (laughs) We can hear you. (laughs) Spectacular. All right, without further ado, let's get into the news. So, Josh, you've got some gaming convention bad news. We're starting starting out with a downer right away. Oh, it's it's nothing but downers in the terms of game conventions. The whole COVID nineteen, this whole debacle, right? It's uh, it's 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 difficult to get together in game. It's difficult to uh, hand a controller to the next guy, and then he wipes his nose, and then grabs a controller, and then down the line, everybody's got this uh, got their germs spreading around. So, man, game conventions. Ever since Midwest Gaming Classic in 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 early April, uh, when they canceled, it's kind of been dominoes since then, and. Just this last week, Gen Con out in Indianapolis, they announced their um, July and August show, the biggest game convention in all the country, will not be be happening this year. Um, soon after Gen Con announced it, uh, Kitsune Con uh, in, in, in Wisconsin canceled and so did uh, the Nexus Game Fair, which is down in Milwaukee. So it's looking mm. pretty bleak for all the big game conventions uh, the rest of the summer, kind of just calling it quits already. Those poor, um, poor Midwestern gamers. What are they? What are they going to do? Midwestern. I think it's everywhere. I think it's every game show all around. There's a Portland Game Expo is in like October or November or something like that, and I think they're kind of worrying about it. And, and honestly, I I help and and run my own game conventions here, and uh, we're kind of sitting on the edge of our seats waiting until we hear something. So well, uh, I I think that I brings know. us. I think that brings us to the most important part of the story is everybody's waiting on pins and needles to hear what is going to happen with LinkCon in August. (laughs) (laughs) I know I am. I know I am. Um, I I think that with, with everything that's happening right now, at the very least, if our show goes on on the dates that it's supposed to, which is uh, late August, early September, it will very much so have to be changed. It'll have to be a completely different concept. We'll probably have to have, um, severely less game consoles and have to have cleaning stations at every game system and then have to have somebody wipe the controllers off after somebody plays like it's going to be different um it'll be a different experience i think it'll still be fun and i think there's definitely ways that we can still enjoy gaming together and stuff but it's just going to be a very different experience so yeah i yeah for real i mean i'm i'm worrying i'm wondering i'm constantly talking to our vendors our venue hosts um, everything going on, and yeah, we're just kind of waiting to see if 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 we've really truly flattened the curve, or if we're gonna have a second outbreak, or ugh, it's gross. But I'm I'm sick of talking about it already. Too much bad <laughs> shit's going on, man. Too well, much I mean, bad shit. For for the few listening who don't know, Josh runs a uh, a game convention, a couple of them now, but uh, the one I'm talking about is in our hometown in central Wisconsin. This tiny little hometown. Uh, hometown, Merrill. Uh, hometown of Merrill, Wisconsin, and uh, there are a few people uh, from our uh, from our community that we're planning on coming this year, but um, yeah. uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, not all bad news, though. Um, so you know, the gaming industry is trying to make the best of it, and we all know E3, which is traditionally the biggest uh, gaming expo of the year, uh, was canceled. Um, so a lot of other uh, little mini kind of uh, game expos and shows are popping up throughout the summer. Uh, Jeff Keeley's got something going on. And just the other day, another one was announced called the new game plus expo. And this is happening, uh, in just under a month. 
it is uh, 14 video game publishers based in North America and Japan will be uh, featuring dozens of games, including new title announcements and live gameplay de- demos on June 23rd. Uh, so New Game Plus will air via Twitch, of course. Uh, on course. June on June twenty third at eight a.m. Pacific time and eleven Eastern, uh, which is ten o'clock for us in the Midwest. Um, it'll be uh, it'll be followed uh, by first looks QA sessions uh, and more from nine a.m. Pacific. Uh, the full showcase will be archived on the New Game Plus Expo YouTube channel. So look for that. Mm companies involved so there are a couple i've never heard of actil i've never heard of those guys um, axis which we all know um arc system works uh oh, yeah. gung-ho online entertainment and grasshopper manufacturer of course uh suda 51 and those folks oh yeah uh, idea factory international inti creates nice. koai tecmo america natsume nice. natsume natsume uh, Who do you think I, they're going to show? Do, they, do you think they're going to show off Shadow of the Ninja Two, or maybe Shatterhand Two? Oh yeah, I hope so. <laughs> That's their big announcement. Um, <laughs> NIS America, uh, nice. Playism, and uh, Sega Atlas. So that'll be cool. Holy shit! Uh, I'm yeah, sure we'll. Uh, that's kind of. I, I I feel like Sega is kind of the big big name amongst all of these guys. Um, yeah. True. Yep. I'm sure they'll be showing uh, Yakuza, uh, Yakuza 7. Um, yep. SNK will be there. Nice. Uh, Spike Chunsoft. And oh. finally, Way Forward. Oh, nice. So all those that's guys, yeah. yeah. That's excellent. All those guys will be uh, showing games for, sounds like about an hour or so. And then, uh, oh, very cool. and then after that is the showcase and uh, QA sessions, etc. Nice. All right. I, I really like the idea of game conventions going digital like that. I like the idea of them trying to run uh, events and, and get people involved in interacting with them over Twitch and like Facebook Live and like YouTube Live and stuff like that. I think that's a cool idea. Um, last month in April, they um, All Games Done Quick did a COVID relief fund. Um, just kind of a pop-up event of a week of their usual, you know, um, uh, Games Done Quick show, but they did it with with less audience and obviously a lot less participation in, in person, but online yeah. thing. And, and, yeah. and, and the streaming online, it, went, it worked perfect and it was awesome to watch. So, Sure. Yeah, um, cool stuff. I'm also hoping they can, so I know Jeff Keighley's thing, uh, they mentioned that they would be um, trying to, or they would be releasing some demos to coincide uh, with, Nice. some of these game shows so i'm hoping uh, a lot more of that can happen um because I, I don't I, I mean other than even the retail aspect of e3 doesn't seem really necessary anymore you know yeah true um i think i think nintendo kind of proved a few years ago when they started doing nintendo direct that the whole thing is just more or less obsolete yep so Very true Moving right along, are you a fan of the Danganronpa series? Well, of course I am. I, I'm not. I'm not, I won't say I'm very good at them, and I won't say I've played a whole lot of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. great, great shoot 'em up action. Wow, that's the wrong one. You're thinking Dodon Pachi, my friend. Jesus. Okay, well, forget <laughs> it. I don't know anything about Dangan Paran Pupupa. I don't know nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, so it's a uh, it's it's, a, it's like it. a it's like a visual novel series, right? Oh, that's uh, terrible. Okay. Uh, uh, published by the aforementioned Spike Chunsoft, um, mm. and it and it's fucking crazy. It's like uh, it's like you you've, you've no doubt seen like the crazy black and white bear, like teddy bear. Um, you've no doubt sure. seen, seen this guy. Uh, and he's kind of the mascot and host of these games. And they're like little murder, uh, like murder games. Um, I, I only played huh. the first one, which was called uh, trigger happy havoc. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a bunch of kids locked inside like a, um, a gifted and talented school, you know, um like yeah. like an honor school think think of that huh. um and they're trapped in there and they're uh required to kill each other and it's like this whole crazy japanese uh anime kind of style um of a, of a of a story and uh and visual style huh yeah well yeah. i know nothing i know nothing at all um all so right yeah, i'll have to check it out I'll check well, it out on mobile, I guess. Well, there you go, buddy, because now you can. Um, I first played it on the um, the Vita, uh, and it's available on other platforms as well. Uh, but it is now available on iOS and Android. Um, and if you, yeah, um, if you nice. are uh, interested, it's sixteen bucks on iOS and eighteen bucks for whatever reason on Android. Uh, I, Why would I, that be? I don't know, superior platform. Anyway. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the high, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I meant, you know, this. well, okay. We could take that either way. I'm just going to leave that sure. out there. And uh, <laughs> fans of either platform can take that however they want. Um, but at first, uh, so, the, so the series first launched on PSP in 2010. And then the Vita, oh. the Vita a few years later, um, oh, you, you sure. can get it on PC, Mac, Linux, and the PS4, but now you can get it on your phone. And you know what? Nice. I love playing these visual novels on my phone. It's like the perfect, perfect platform for these games. I think. Just bite-sized gameplay, right in your hand. Yeah, and you don't yeah. need like you don't need buttons. You don't need any of that shit. You know, you don't need controllers. You just tap the shit, and it works just fine. Hmm, interesting. So, was the one that came out on PSP was that released in the U.S.? Yep. Nice. Yeah. I had no idea. Completely yeah. oblivious, man. I feel like you'd dig worst. this game, man. I feel like you'd like it. Um, they're they're kooky, uh, bizarre little adventures, but uh, but uh, I, at least the first one that I played, I I really enjoyed it. Huh. I, thought, I thought it was I'll a lot of fun. I'll definitely be checking it out, man. All right. So next up, uh, I know you are a huge fan of racing sims, based on <laughs> your um, based on your uh, model car collection. And uh, <laughs> your your avid follower of NASCAR as well. Oh my gosh! How did you know? I mean, I, I know I've tried I, to keep that my horrible secret for so many years, but yeah, you know me. I feel like we've gotten to know each other quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's it's probably no surprise. It, it probably would be no surprise to discover that Sony has a new Gran Turismo in the works, uh, right? Uh, yes. yes. Uh, now again, yeah, that's, is... that's that sounds exciting. I guess I don't know. <laughs> this is this is all speculation and rumor, of course, but nobody's going to be blown away if they discover that a new Gran Turismo is in the works. Uh, Next Level Racing, which is a, an official PlayStation licensee that creates high-end racing cockpits, 
stands and more. Uh, they've published, this is kind of funny. They've published an image on their social media accounts uh, with the Gran Turismo 7 logo on it. <laughs> so nice work, guys. Nice work. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Okay. Yeah, uh, and and it says uh, the the logos uh, the, or the post was like it said something to the effect of what racing game are you most looking forward to in 2020? And it had like uh, Automobilista 2, F1 2020, and Dirt 5, and right next to it was the Gran Turismo 7 logo, and hasn't been announced officially by Sony. Uh, so I thought that was amusing, and I'm sure somebody over there got a nasty, nasty, tersely worded uh email <laughs> when do you think people just stopped caring about gran turismo was it the fourth or fifth iteration come on i don't know man i've never it I've, still a powerhouse it must be i feel like gran or gt sport or whatever it was called i feel like that was a, a relatively big hit and you know i feel like they're still moving units but who knows <laughs> all right so i you're not concerned about that are you concerned about bayonetta 3 um, I guess that's pretty cool. That'll be what a Switch exclusive, I assume. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, know, the, I mean, the last time gonna, we saw any, games. the last time we saw anything about Bayonetta three was almost three years ago. Really? Are you concerned now? Uh, now are you uh, concerned? No. I mean, no. I I don't know if, if it's Sega and, if it's Sega and Nintendo working together or or whatever it is. It's, Platinum. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah. think it's no big, no big deal. Well, good. They'll take you their have, time and they'll they'll figure it out. You have no reason to be concerned, according to Kamaya-san, who is uh, leading up the game. Uh, he says since he's on Twitter, he sees a lot of comments about Bayonetta three being scarce and you know people wondering if it's canceled. And he wants to reassure you, Josh, you personally, he wants to reassure you that uh, there is no need to be concerned. He says, uh, he, he wants you to know that I'm happy, Josh, that you're still anticipating this title. But, you know, he wants to address the trend he's seeing, which is people who are starting to ask if it's canceled. Josh, take any concerns you have like that and throw them out the window immediately. That's what he's telling you. They're gone. I, I just opened my window, matter of fact, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take those concerns and, and, and shoot them out the window. Yeah. Bye-bye concerns. I, I have faith that Bayonetta 3 will be here this holiday. <laughs> he, hey, 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 let's back down. He never said anything about this holiday. <laughs> he just said they're still working on it. All right, you ready for some new releases? Uh, let's kick this pig. Man. Let's kick this pig. Where's the new releases at? Come on, man. All right. Uh, this is the biggest one of the week. It technically is being shipped out. Uh, it's been shipped out by the time people are hearing this, but uh, the Turbo Graphics Mini is finally releasing in the United States officially oh, yeah. from Amazon. I've got the uh, I ordered it from Japan about uh, I don't know a month and a half ago, and I've had it, yeah. and it's and it's great. It is truly great. What a whirlwind of emotions that this has been. <laughs> yeah, because a month and a half ago, uh, you know, Japan got it in in March, and mm. everyone was like, "Well, there it is." And then and then Amazon said, "Hey, uh, America, you're gonna wait until January first at the earliest, <laughs> pal." And everybody yeah. freaked out and canceled their orders and went ahead and shipped them over from Japan, paid an extra twenty bucks, whatever it was. And uh, oh, psych! Konami's like, "Yeah, it's it's coming out in the U.S." We were just kidding. 
I, uh, I believe mine was an extra six bucks and I kept my order. I'm keeping my order. Nice, man. That's so right. Dose. Uh, I'm giving one to my brother. It is, uh, it was his birthday. Right on, man. It was his birthday yesterday and he and I grew up Very playing. Cool. He and I grew up playing turbo graphics together. So I just went into Amazon, changed the shipping address to his address and, uh, nice bim bam boom all right bam, boom. there you go that's pretty cool you guys he's gonna he's gonna be excited to play some legendary acts <laughs> maybe some gate of thunder oh yeah Ooh. man he would be if either of those games were on there huh oh, konami Bummer. bastards what the hell yeah that's right. so it all it's all downhill from there there's nothing that's going to that's going to beat the turbo graphics mini, but we'll talk about the other stuff. Anyway, uh, we've got sure. mine, Minecraft dungeons coming to all platforms, of course, including game pass day and date. Ooh. Got that. Yep. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 aftermath. Once again, all platforms. I've been hearing a lot about that. A lot of yeah. people are excited. A lot of people are talking about RoboCop. Yeah, that's right. RoboCop's going to be in it. That's uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, I, admit, I admitted something in our Discord chat last week that I will admit on air. I've never watched RoboCop. Ever. What the hell? Ever. Yeah. Oh, man. I I think you need... Oh, hey. Hey, pal. Well, how, yeah. would you, how would you like to watch that movie on Laserdisc? I'll be over in two weeks. Hell yeah. I'll have it ready. I'll it's have a, it at the ready, my friend. It's a date. It's uh, a sure date. Hell yeah. Uh, a so my, laser disc, nothing better. My other admission is I've never cared about Mortal Kombat. Never gave a shit about it. Wow. Yeah. I've always been a Street Fighter guy. Yeah, I guess. I, I do like, uh, I definitely prefer Street Fighter. Um you know the the series as a whole for sure I, I like the atmosphere better i like the gameplay better but i think i think there's enough room in my heart for two for <laughs> street fighter and and mortal kombat very different styles very different yeah universes in general yeah. fair enough uh also coming the elder scrolls online gray for pc and mac yeah okay moving on wildfire for pc and here's one i here this one i'll get you this one will hook you I know Josh. I know you for sure, and it's not—it's not a racing sim. It is Fantasy Star Online Two for PC. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I have enjoyed that on the Xbox One quite a bit. It's a good game. It's very mm -hmm. fun. I liked that they—you know—there's been a lot of um, iterations of Fantasy Star since the original PSO episodes mm -hmm. one through four, and Blue Burst on PC. There was Fantasy Star Universe. There was the Fantasy Star Portable games on the PSP, and they didn't quite capture the magic of the very first Fantasy Star Online. They just didn't have it quite right. And mm -hmm. man, Fantasy Star Online 2, it does everything that those games all did, really, um, but it does it so much better. And it has yep. the feel and the atmosphere of the very first one. And that's I what I love. Even if it is like, what, a six-year-old game now? But I don't care. It's amazing. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I spent... Uh, free too. I spent about... Uh, yeah, and that's worth noting, that, is that it's free. Um, I spent about, I don't know, three hours playing uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, uh, the beta, when it came out on Xbox One, and I loved it. I mean, I awesome. thought it was great. Yep. yep um, I did the same. I was, uh, I was in the closed beta and the open beta, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm sure the PC players will love it. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple more PC games here. Reki, R-E-K-Y, no idea. 
Uh, and then uh, oh, yeah. Dun- Dungeon Defenders Awakened. So there you go. Ooh, uh, nice. Fly Punch Boom on Switch and PC. Uh, here's one. Shantae and the Seven Sirens for all oh, consoles. Goodness. All platforms. Another, Shantae. Another Is there one. A new Shantae just about every month. Seems so. Seems so. Yeah. Uh, Bioshock the Collection for Switch. So if you want to replay wow. those, yeah. Aren't those uh, only available on the Xbox prior to this? Or were they PS? Uh, I think you can get them on PS4 as well. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's cool. Another collection is the Borderlands Legendary Collection for Switch. Oh, pretty cool. Yep. Uh, XCOM 2 for Switch. Wow. And then uh, maybe the uh, next biggest release of the week after the TurboGrafx Mini, of course. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition for the Switch. So you can play that game for the third, fourth, fifth time. I, don't I know. know, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you can if you want to, I suppose. And it is a good game. I actually, uh, on my YouTube channel, I actually have an entire complete playthrough of it. <laughs> um, really? The, Holy cow. From the Wii U version. Yeah, from the Jeez. Wii U version. My friend, my friend Megan played it. But, uh, yeah. I was going to... I, I always tap out on that game. I got both the Wii version and the... Uh, and the uh 3ds version and i i just i wind up tapping out i get to like i don't know 15 20 hours and i'm like ah, i'm good and we're yeah. done here yep. uh, yeah so anyway those are the new releases uh for this coming week time for <laughs> time for josh you've got a game spotlight tell you for new releases but yes yes a new game that i've tried out the the, the spotlight of this week is a really cool game a really unique experience uh, i believe it's pretty much available on any vr um console that you have uh we here have the oculus quest and uh we downloaded pixel ripped 95 pixel ripped 1995 um this last weekend both my kids and i have been enjoying it it's a blast um i mean basically it's my childhood in your childhood and everyone's childhood it's it's, it's <laughs> imagine imagine waking up in 1995 as a 12 year old kid and your mom is annoying you and you got a neighbor kid who wants to play outside and your sister's knocking on the door saying i want to play i want to play and all you want to do is sit and play your video games <laughs> yeah this is nostalgia vr right it is it ha- you have a you have this uh um, you know, console in front of you. Um, you could play through a couple different games that all have a same similar feel and, and theme to them. Um, the games are, are are obviously not real retro games, but they are retro themed and they feel like retro games. And when you're in the VR and you're looking at a you know a tube TV, a CRT monitor in your bedroom or whatever, you got the console and the controller down by your, you know, in your hands, it feels pretty awesome. It feel, feels pretty real. Um, yeah. There's a lot to it. There's some deeper storyline than what I've even experienced so far. But every game that is in it, it, it has a, a linking um, same characteristic between the same characters going through it, but there's different types of games. One most interesting note, and I'll get to that in a second, is the first game that you start out with is sort of like a mix of like the top view levels and Fester's Quest or Blaster Master mixed with like Zelda. So it's a theme like that, where you're nice. kind of a Mega man type character with a Blaster Canyon just walking around. Uh, blowing up bad guys and and you go through and you fight a couple bosses and stuff 
And then you're playing like this Star Foxy type game where it's like primitive early 3D graphics, um, shooting up bad guys in space. And then there's actually this interesting 2D side scroller that I swear to you has very strong um, impressions of like Yuki FX, the Henshin engine, the <laughs> yeah. PC engine. Hey, it's very strange. They, um, they rip off Saru. They, they something is at least um, you know inspired by Saru's creation. It's like <laughs> it's it's interesting. There's this, and that's the first thing I thought was like this feels like Yuki. It's got a little bit of Valus, a little bit of Shockman or Mega Man in it. It's it's weird. It's like interesting. Still the same characters and stuff. And yeah, while you're doing all this stuff you know playing these games and stuff it it intertwines into this main story of the game where you're trying to go through um and just pretty much save the universe through these different video games because there's something going on and you, you you do get sucked into the video games and um like there's a lot of really cool vr effects that happen um yeah. but yeah overall it's probably one of the coolest vr games i've experienced on the oculus rift so far or, or the oculus quest sorry um so far um outside of like that I, I also picked up tetris effect i know that's not our feature but that just was released <laughs> on the oculus as well yeah and oh man that is brilliant as much as as much fun as i had playing it on the ps4 like the oculus in in vr is amazing it's yep. so cool yeah i I've, I've got it on psvr and it's uh it's super great um i did get to oh. one level that just freaking infuriated me but beyond that I, <laughs> I mean just just the atmosphere of it i could play that first level and the first level song over and over again uh, oh, yeah. just like endlessly yep. um but this pixel ripped 95 uh mm. this reminds me a lot of um, the retro game challenge uh, game on the DS, which was the Game Center CX game. Yes, yes, it reminds yep. me a lot of that. Where you're, you're, where you're a kid, you know, in the '90s or whatever, um, and you're, you're, you're playing these fake games that are a lot like games you remember from when you were a kid. Yep. Um, also, uh, I believe you mentioned to me outside of the show that this is a sequel. There's also Pixel Ripped '89. Is that true? I think it's 89, 88 or 89, and I have not played it yet. I know it's on the original Oculus Rift and in the, you know, the versions that you connect to a PC. It's not available in the Quest yet. Um, but yeah, it is a sequel to that. And that's the same kind of concept where you're sitting in a, like a bedroom and you're playing like retro games and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the highest, the highest that it goes is like early 16-bit era, whereas this one seems to be teetering on the edge of the 16-bit era into the 32-bit slash 64-bit era. So yep. yeah, so it's interesting. And now... It, uh, Pixel Rip uh, just... 1989 is available on Steam. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. It's really cool. Um, I recommend anybody try it. It was, I think, 1999. Yep. Maybe. Uh, Pixel Ripped. Yeah, Pixel Ripped 95 is 1999. Yeah, and easily worth it. I mean, that's the thing about almost every Oculus game is that you're spending between 20 to 30 bucks on most games and. The ones that are a lot lesser, like the more tech demo-y type things, they're going to be really cheap, like five to ten bucks, just like an Android. But yeah, I think this one's really involved, and, and it's got a lot more depth to it than it's being than you, you would think as far as a VR game that's just like playing a bunch of retro games. I do know there's those other type of like um, emulation uh, VR games where you can mm -hmm. like on the PC versions where you can download ROMs and stuff and play them on your in your bedroom on a Super Nintendo or a Sega Genesis or something like that and play like real retro games while you're in VR you know headset and stuff and that seems pretty cool but at the same time like for some of us nerds that have hundreds of games I mean it's kind of like what our real lives are anyway so <laughs> this one's all new all new games and it's got interactions with your parents and stuff your mom is like you know you're sitting here playing a game and you're trying to concentrate and 
in the corner, your mom's talking and you can understand everything she's saying. And she's sitting and talking to this neighbor or something. She's like, I don't know what's up with him. He's sitting here. He's playing his video games. I think I'm just going to unplug it. Who's going to unplug it right now? You know, and you're <laughs> like listening and you're like, don't you dare. You know, you better not go over here because I'm like getting through this level. And she's just going on and on about like, oh, his grades are slipping. And all he does is want to play these damn video games, you know, going on and on. It's like, oh, my goodness. Right on. All right, Josh, I've got one last question for you. Oh, my goodness. All right. We talked about the TurboGrafx Mini. Mm-hmm. And and you mentioned a couple games uh, such as Gate of Thunder and Legendary Axe <laughs> that are not on the TurboGrafx Mini. The TurboGrafx <laughs> Mini, the TurboGrafx Mini, I, I still, even though I'm a huge fanboy, I stand by that it is the best Mini console that's been released so far. Stand oh, by sure. it. Um, yeah. They have a great selection. Konami did way better than anybody ever expected them to do. But one game. You can pick one more game to add to the Turbo Graphics Mini. What's it going to be? Um, all right, um, here we go. I got one. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yep. Beyond Shadowgate. Wow. Beyond Shadowgate. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's I it. Get... That's what's missing. That's what's right. missing, my man. It's my almost my almost my very very favorite uh, point and click adventure. I think it's amazing. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Um, mm-hmm. Now, my my heart says Gate of Thunder. Sure. Uh, well, because... I thought those were already like given. Like Gate of no. Thunder and, and yeah. Legendary X are the two that were given. Like yeah. Obviously, they're yeah. the two biggest omissions. Right. I was going but... for something a little unique and obscure that would make you go, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my heart says Gate of Thunder. My head and my wallet and my um, uh, spite says Magical Chase. <laughs> says magical chase that's not on there uh, that's true yeah that's not on there, so. <laughs> just uh just to you know kick the kick the price gouging nerds just to give well, them why don't one. you just uh why don't you just pick up the tobias special come on man <laughs> all <Okay>. right <laughs> and with that, <laughs> on, that <note. laughs> on that note uh you can find us at mojomenace.com where we have forums mojomenace.com slash forums go to our forums you get the link to our discord page uh where else we are on twitter at mojo menace we are uh on facebook mojo menace youtube mojo menace everywhere. every everywhere as mojo menace josh where can they find you on on twitter oh my goodness yeah um if you want to keep the conversation going with me on twitter you can find me at underscore joshua turbo don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet all right. And with that, I don't know. I still don't know what that means. You say it all the time. I don't understand what it means. <laughs> I haven't said it. I haven't said that in almost a year. It's almost been a year since I said that. So don't even say I always say that. All right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> and that was Mojo Weekly. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.